welcome to another episode of Founder's Journey. I don't know why I started with Heyo, but it, you know, I felt like switching it up a little bit. So here we are. Um, now I don't even remember how I usually start these things because I've I've thrown myself off by, you know, not being a creature of habit. Um, seriously, I'm useless here. Um, so this week uh, we're we're going to talk about um, identifying your perfect customer. But before we do that, I have a request. And that is um, for you to go to iTunes and rate Founder's Journey on iTunes. So there's little ratings. Uh, old Apple puts a lot of weight on those. And, um, you know, for more people to listen to this thing or find the thing, ratings go a long way. So if you could go and rate it, write a little review. Um, and who knows if it's, you know, a, a review that's, um, 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 you know, either helpful at, at the very least, doesn't have to be positive, but you know, is, is give some good feedback. Um, hey, maybe I'll, I'll read it on a future episode. Either way, that's, that's my one little request for that. Now let's, uh, let's jump into um, this week's episode. So, um, so this week we're going to talk about uh, how to identify your perfect customer. So a couple of years ago, uh, we were in a hard spot. So I had just realized uh, we were weeks away from running out of cash and I'd asked the whole team to take a pay cut while we figured out how to how to become profitable but in addition to cutting costs we needed to figure out how to speed up growth so uh, we did a lot of things during that time to, to course correct and then like thankfully eight months later we were profitable um, one of those things uh, that we did um, to sort of figure out how to speed up growth was to figure out how uh, or who our perfect customer was so we'd spent the first two years making some big assumptions about who our ideal customer was and who we should target, but we had no imperial data to back that up. Um, while I was doing some research, I stumbled upon Mitchell Harper's Growth Blueprint course. So Mitchell is a co-founder of Big Commerce. He started a slew of other companies, advises lots of startups, and then produces a metric ton of content around startup growth. Um, so I decided to take that growth blueprint course to essentially give me more tools for my toolbox. Um, I was feeling stagnant and like I'd tried everything and, and just needed uh, some new ideas. So that course covers a lot of things. I mean, it's it's massive. Um, includes goal setting, productivity, product validation, market fit, growth methods, tools, and more. But the section that brought the most value for me um, at least when I took it, was the part about determining your perfect customer. So why, uh, why do you need to know who your perfect, perfect customer is? So knowing who your perfect or ideal customer is gives you the foundation for scaling up growth. So it lets you stop wasting time on folks who aren't a good fit and instead focus on those who uh, will get the most value from what you offer. Um, this ultimately, ultimately means uh, cheaper acquisition costs along with reduced churn, faster sales cycles, and lower support load. Uh, to many businesses, too many businesses start, start off with uh, sort of this like everybody, everybody's a customer mentality, which translates to nobody being a customer because the marketing is just too generic. So to figure out who your perfect customer is, and then you can hone in on producing content and advertising that speaks directly to their, to their needs. So how do you find your perfect customer? So there's, there's actually a little system here. Um, the basis for it is this simple survey, and it's predicated on you having customers. If you're having trouble getting customers at all, you likely have this core product issue that you need to, you need to solve first. Um, but pinpointing the perfect customer is about 
scaling up your best customers, not finding them to begin with. So this here assumes that you've got at least 100 paying customers. The more the merrier, though. Um, so first, step one is to use your existing customer base and find the customers that you want more of. So you likely know who your best customers already are. Um, this will vary from business to business, but for us, it was customers who had been with us the longest and spent the most money. Uh, a few criteria you could use to filter your list of customers. So maybe a customer that's been around for at least six months or has spent over X dollars or uh, has given you an MPS rating over seven or is paying you more than X dollars per month, i.e. not on your cheapest plans. Um, you know the kind of customers that are great for your business. So this is about generating a list of those customers. Um, you don't want customers who are unhappy with your product or who aren't a good fit because, again, this is about scaling up the customers who are a good fit. Uh, step two is to create and send that customer survey. So you're sending a, a survey that covers some basic demographics, which is incredibly useful for paid acquisition, along with figuring out why they use your product and what value they get out of it, which gives you a lot of great marketing content. Um, so first up, the demographic question. So these questions, again, help with paid acquisition and ultimately let you reduce those acquisition costs. So there's, there's 10 demographic points here, which you could add more if you wanted or reduce, but here are the 10 and then sort of why these are asked. So you've, con you've got country. So this is to understand where your ideal customers are. Uh, gender, this is useful mainly for paid acquisition on platforms like Facebook, which let you target uh, by that particular demographic point. Um, age, uh, industry, so what industry they're in is useful, useful for focusing the marketing efforts because every industry has a different sort of set of uh, acquisition channels. So you know the retail industry will have, the, the, the people that would be your customer would find you differently than somebody in say the construction industry. Next, uh, the number of employees at a company. So you're trying to get an idea of basically the size of the company. Uh, seniority, so are most of your customers C-level, CEO, CFO, et cetera, uh, manager, something else. Um, the size of the team, so not the size of everybody at the company, but the size of the team that the person who uses you wor uh, is working with. So are there missed opportunities to onboard more members of that team? Um, Number of kids, or if they have kids at all. So again, that goes back to being useful for paid acquisition on platforms like Facebook. Uh, preferred dress style. So this one sounds odd, but generally gives you good insight uh, into how formal or informal your tone should be. So like, do they dress in a suit and tie, or do they dress in like athletic wear? That generally implies the kind of, um, or how formal or informal they, they expect you to be. Um, and then the last demographic, and this is sort of, Maybe not demographic, but it's either way. It goes under this section, um, and that's favorite websites. So um, favorite websites helps you understand where your perfect customers spend a lot of time online. So those are the demographic questions. Then there's a product experience. So these questions help you understand how your uh, how your customers found you, why they signed up, what problems you're solving for them, and more. Um, these should influence not only product decisions but also how you market your product. First is, uh, how many companies did you look at before signing up? So do customers do lots of window shopping first? Second, what companies uh, did you look at before signing up? So this helps you identify who your main competitors are. Next, how did you find out about us? So what acquisition channels are currently working well? Um, what are your top three goals or priorities? So what are your customers trying to accomplish on a high level? Uh, what are your top three challenges? So every customer has a certain set of problems. And if you can solve those for them, it's a big win. Um, what was the main reason you signed up? So this is for identifying the big selling points of your product. 
And then last, what are the top three things that you love about our product? So this, that's for identifying the things that keep your customers coming back. Um, then once you've built your survey, you just send it to, to, to that list of folks that you generated in the first step. Um, then after that, after you've gotten all the survey responses, you have to analyze the responses. So after you've collected at least a few dozen responses, and ideally 100 plus, again, the more the merrier, uh, you need to analyze them. So you're trying to nail down commonalities across all of your best customers to create this sort of perfect customer profile that you can reference. Um, so we just tally all of those responses up and put them into a spreadsheet. Um, so one of those, the, the tallying part gets a little difficult when there's those questions about, um, you know, like what were the reasons that you signed up or what are your top challenges or top goals? Like we, those are free form text fields um, in, the, in the form because we don't want to make assumptions about what customers want or need or love. Um, but that does mean that you'll have to do a little bit of work to summarize a lot of those responses into just a handful of items. So then from, from all that, we're able to generate this thorough, perfect customer profile. So that, that profile might be something like this. So our perfect customer is a 35 to 44-year-old female in the United States in the insurance industry. Her company has 11 to 20 employees. She's a VP there and has a team of five to nine that report to her. Uh, she has a casual style. Her favorite websites are Reddit, Twitter, and Quora. Uh, she... Uh, Checked out three other companies before signing up and initially found out about the product via word of mouth. Her top goals are X, Y, and Z. Her top challenges are A, B, and C. Uh, the main reason she signed up was to solve problem A, and the main things she loves about the product are Z, Y, and X. So having that profile is incredibly powerful. Um, it can be used by anyone at your company to help with a whole slew of decisions from marketing to support to design and more. And that's it. So um, if you go to to the Bearmetrics website, so bearmetrics.com slash blog, and find this blog post. Um, there's also, at the end of this, a free template. So um, I put all of this, this whole spreadsheet, um, the form, pre-built form, all in um, into Google Docs. So you can copy those and basically be up and running in, in just a few minutes. So check that out, bearmetrics.com slash blog slash perfect dash customer. Um, and that's that. I think that's all for this week. Um, if you have any feedback, uh, shoot me a note, josh at bearmetrics.com. If you need revenue analytics, uh, head to bearmetrics.com. Um, what else? I think that's all I've got. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully we'll see each other next time.